Making way for new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. This is Winners and Race Card on this Saturday, November 25. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you, wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Gareth Hall with you. What a day it is. It's a big day right across the country. The highlight will be the Railway Stakes in WA. It's their most famous race. It's the biggest race of the year across there in the West for a Western Australian, when you're growing up in the racing industry, you dream to win a railway stakes, the famous handicap event over the 1600 metres. And Lindsay Smith returns home, trying to win it for another time after he won it a few years back with Scales of Justice. This time he has a similar horse with a similar profile. His name is Tuvalu. I think he'll start favourite. And the queen of Australian race riding, Jamie Carr, has made the trek across the Nullarbor to ride Tuvalu in today's famous WA mile. We'll keep a, a watch on the weather. It is a hot, hot day once again in WA. And we'll see if they'll push back the races once again. And hopefully the temperature stays below the 38 degrees and we get to see the meeting um, go ahead. And at the moment, looking at the weather report, it looks like it'll be okay. And we'll keep an eye on the scratchings as well because the Guineas will be a fascinating race. There's plenty of chances there, but there's a boom filly trained by a superstar in Grant or superstars in Grant and Alana Williams. Her name is, well, she's a son of, or daughter of Spirit of Boom and Cashy Boom. And at the moment, she's still in the market as the $2.50 favourite with Pickle Bed. It could be a big day for Granter and Alana Williams as they try and really cement their place as one of the great trainers in WA racing history if they can win a railway stakes. And this will be the most satisfying victory after their split with the champion owner, Breeder and Bob Peters. They've been able to rebuild probably a little bit quicker than everyone thought they would. And they have El Savina engaged in the railway stakes and at the moment, she's the current favourite at $4 with Pickle Bet with William Pike to take the ride. At Cranbourne, it's Cranbourne Cup Day. They had some rain overnight. It's a soft five. There is a little bit of rain predicted today. We need to keep a close eye on that because if the rain does come, it'll suit some horses and disadvantage others. And then at Kemler Grange in New South Wales, that particular venue will take centre stage in that state. The highlight there is the million-dollar gong over the 1,600 metres. And also some terrific racing in Adelaide. It's finals day there as well. We'll keep an eye on the weather with rain predicted during the day as well. They've had a, a lot of rain in the last 48 hours, and it's a pretty handy meeting in Brisbane, of course. They're racing there in Queensland this afternoon at Doombin. In the Greyhounds tonight, we'll preview that a little later on. It's their biggest night in my eyes anyway. It's like Derby Day for Greyhound Racing. It's Melbourne Cup Heat Night. And it's also, of course, Bold Trees Heat Night for the Stayers. The Melbourne Cup is the holy grail of the sport of Greyhound Racing. And tonight, the tensions will be high. Because if you do not win, you don't get a chance to live your dream and win a Melbourne Cup. You need to win your heat to gain a start in at the time-honoured race. And then at uh, Melton tonight in the trots, it's the finals of the Breeders' Crown. Emma Stewart trained eight of the nine semi-final victors last Saturday night in the pacing ranks. And once again, she's set to dominate another major night in the sport of harness racing. 
in the Garden State of Victoria. Massive show coming your way. This is Winners Thanks to Kilmore Toyota. Toyota Hilux and Toyota Land Cruiser Specialists. Kilmore Toyota, while you wait for your vehicle being serviced, you get a free lunch and breakfast in their beautiful cafe and get an extra place every race with Pickle Bet's top four betting. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. As always, on a Saturday morning to kick off our punting day, I'm joined by two absolute dead set superstars with big hearts. They're not bad characters from time to time as well. Mickey Gannon, he's dominated the Sydney set on a Saturday morning. Hello to you, Mickey. Good morning, G Hall. Morning, Bakes. And Brett Baker, g'day to you, mate. In your little dungeon there, wherever you're living in the eastern suburbs of <laughs> Somewhere Sydney. Somewhere in the rich people's area in the eastern oh, suburbs. Yeah. Do we have to start on that sort of a note? Yes. Good morning, Gareth. Good morning, Mick. It, it tell you what, Bakes, it's good to hear that Gareth was listening to the Sydney set this morning. We weren't on, so that's good. Yeah, oh, excellent. Well, yeah, well geez, done. He's been, knocked uh, that out of the park, I've, hasn't I've, he? Apparently, he's yeah. coming to Sydney tomorrow to host a, a golf day or something for... For Godolphin, I said, "Where are you staying?" He said, "I'm." Thanks for the invite. Yeah, I know. I, I appreciate that. Too. I, I don't do the invite. Do you know any golf pros, Gareth? I don't. I, I don't know any invite. <laughs> Sheikh Mohammed invited me, so I'll be there oh, on, okay. on the Monday. Oh. I don't know how to play golf. I don't even know why I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to participate. Well, you certainly don't know where to stay, mate. You're no. staying on the dark side over in Manly. Manly so yeah, you I have love a fun Manly. Time. Well, I've got Monday. Hey, it's bigger for me to get to Melbourne. That'd be good. Now I don't know. So, what do you wear to a golf day? Don't. This is ridiculous. Where's I can't believe it. Do you wear, do you, I'll have to wear the Nikes. College shirt. College shirt. College shirt. Pair of pants. Or long trousers. Do you need some clubs, G? Oh, I don't know. I'll probably have to hire some. I've oh, played no. golf for quite some time. I'm just a little no. bit nervous that I'll shank it off the tee. I'll be I'll be playing with a four iron just to make sure I just get it down the centre. Was... Just you, J-Mac, Jimmy Cummings, and? and... I, I think it was meant to be playing with James, um, J-Mac, but he's heading to Hong Kong tonight, so he's pulled out. I would have loved to have taken J-Mac's money as well. He would have given me about three shots, I would imagine. I'm sure he's really excited. Second best jockey in the world playing golf with you. Yeah, who's the best jockey then, Brett? Please. Well, no, well, mate, this was your call. I called him the best, and you said he's the second. Oh, he's behind Ryan Moore. I think J-Mac go, will mate. admit that, yeah. yeah. Please. Um, but what what are you looking forward to most today? Is it Cranbourne Cup? Is it the gong or the railway stakes? I'll start off with you, Bakes. You didn't even know what the railway stakes was until I talked to you pre-meeting. That's not true. Well, I know what the railway stakes is. Because what, what it goes was nominated, wasn't he? I didn't know we were going to cover it. He was nominated. Now he's in the paddock having a spell. So. You know, when you're doing the most important hour on a Saturday morning anywhere around the country on a, a racing radio show, usually you would cover the group one. Well, that's fair enough, yes. mate. I'm all over it now. I've, I've got Beautiful. my thoughts around what was going on. I've had a bet on it. I just didn't know we were going to cover okay. it in detail. But, mate, it doesn't surprise me that we go everywhere. We do. And, and uh, Mickey Gannon, what What's, race are you What am I excited about, though? Yes, you, yes. You, hang on, I'll answer that. Um, I'm actually excited about a wet track at the gong because I think it rules out more horses than it rules mm. in. So I think it makes it easier on the whole for punters to get a return. Mickey Gannon, how do you think this Kemler Grange track will play today? Just an update there at Cranbourne. They had some rain overnight. It's a soft five. Now, there's a little bit of rain predicted maybe at 11 o'clock. But most of the rain, I think, will be predicted after the Cranbourne Cup. Um, when I wake up this morning, beautiful blue skies. It's getting a little overcast in Melbourne town as we speak. Cranbourne, of course, is about maybe 45 minutes to an hour, depending on the traffic outside the CBD. So it's basically a metropolitan track in a way. Most of the big stables are based there, like Akira Ma and David Eustace, Michael Kent Jr. and also Mickey Price, Trent Bussett and Natalie Young, Gavin Bedgegood, Chris and DeCock, 
Um, who else are based uh, there at Cranbourne? There's a host, Greg Urell. Um, so a host of the biggest stables in Victoria based there. So it's a big day for the club. And then in Ascot, we're just going to keep a close eye on the weather there. If it gets above 38 degrees, the meeting is in trouble because under the rules of racing and with their welfare policies, they won't race when it's that hot. They've already pushed the races back. They've got a contingency plan in place. They're meant to start at three o'clock local time, but if it's too hot by the time the first race was meant to be run and about to make a decision shortly in about an hour's time, then they will postpone the first couple of races and push them to Wednesday. So it's an interesting situation in the West. And we're thinking of everyone in Perth, especially in the Northern part of that state or Northern part of that city with some terrible bushfires. So, um, yeah, good luck to Perth Racing and Rawa, and hopefully they can have a successful day and it doesn't get too hot there in WA. But let's start with our previews. And uh, we might start with the, the Cranbourne Cup meeting. Just had a chat to Gavin Bedgecourt. He said that the track should play in the soft range and it'll be that range all day. And I don't mind his horse in the opening race, or I should say in the Cup, a horse by the name of Just Folk. He could have got around $8 with the all-in markets there at the start of the week, I wouldn't be surprised if the rain does come in the middle part of the day that Just Folk will start favourite. He's been a little easy this morning. He's out to $6 now, three ten top two. Euphoric's the favourite, just went to the barber because I've got the greyhounds tonight and he just gave the, the beard a bit of a clean up. And he said, Gareth, I've got a good tip for Euphoric, for Dean Yendel and Greg Urell at 390 Foxy Cleopatra, gee, some strong mail for that particular mare at the Caracas sales during the week, especially from the Busseton and Young team. And, Na and Trent and Natalie were both there in New Zealand during the week. She's at $4.80. Just Folk at $6. I think he had a shocker run a big race. He's in the $6.50 now. He's been the big firm in the last 24 hours. Extension at $7. Umgar at $11. And Pounding probably needed a good track. He's out to $11. I feel stinky starts. Um, but if the rain does come and there's a downgrade, I don't think he will start. They'll pull him out. And then Charterhouse at $17. Lord Vladistock, if he wins, I'll give up. He's at $26. So I think there's only a few winning chances there. For mine, when I have a look at the speed map here and the tempo of this race, Mickey Gannon, I think the race is dominated by two horses, Here to Shock and also Just Folk. Just Folk should follow Here to Shock everywhere they go. I think Stackhouse can stack them up and give a good kick. And he's a hard horse to get past. Just whether he's had too long of a preparation, but Lindsay Park seemed to be pretty happy with him. How do you read this race? Yeah, I think you've just summed it up perfectly, G. I think those on pace will be very, very hard to beat. Clearly, the money's come for here to shock just because of Matt Favors. Uh, just folk, there was, I think, about $7 when we were tipping it up on, on Thursday. And that was largely due to the weather forecast probably on the way back out. A little bit because they haven't got as much rain as they would have liked, but you know, it's, it's sort of starting to build now up north. And if they do get a bit more, I'd suggest his horse will probably start favorite just folk. Um, look, he just needs it wet. So the wetter, the better, um, the, the more rain we get, the more his chances increase. There's not much between them at the moment here to shock on top. But uh, if, if we get any more rain, just folk will be the one I would want to be with G. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Send in your text messages and see and tell us who you like today. Or if you've got a question for the team, let us know. It's your show after all. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Brett Baker, what are you doing in this year's Cranbourne Cup? Uh, I like Foxy Cleopatra. I thought the return was absolutely sensational. Um, listening to the trainers this week, I mean they've got some great horses in their stable, and they said this is the most exciting horse they've got 
that that speaks volumes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Hong Kong Jockey Club Stakes, the Group Three, the return was fantastic, um, and I think yeah, I think she'll set up pretty well and um, be very hard to beat. My only concern with Foxy is that where did she get to in the run? She's, she's got... going to be back. Yeah, she's going she... to be back. And look, I mean, obviously, if the, if the track does play leaderish, then you probably rethink that. And as as you guys have already covered, you're talking about a hit uh, a shock or um or just folk. But I think the most progressive and exciting horse in the race is Foxy Cleopatra. I'm really looking forward to her having a run. Just on that, on the Galloper, Foxy, Cleopatra, G, 369 days off um, to that first up run. So there has to be some concern second up uh, with, with that bigger layoff as well. Yeah, I think she can set a little closer from that gate as well. She she didn't get much <laughs> luck there at Flemington the other day. And, yeah, yeah, I don't think the map's a concern at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more concerned about that long layoff first up yeah. now into second up run. Sometimes they just uh, go the wrong way and then third up, they jump out of the ground again. I think I'll go with Just Folk and save on here to Shock, or you can even back them both to make a profit. I think they'll they'll dominate this race from the top it's end. Pro- it's probably a race though, G, that you, you want to play it. You know, it's at five o'clock this afternoon. You probably want to be yeah. betting at about four forty five. Yeah, that's 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 great advice. You I definitely totally want to want to see what's going yeah. on with the track, obviously with um with the bias and also um with the rain. So yeah, you wouldn't be going early. The feature sprint race is the Apache Cat, named after one of Cranbourne's favourite horses. What a beautiful animal he was. Apache Cat. He just went down in a winter bottom stakes. It was on this day a few years back now because they used to have the winter bottom on the same day as the railway stakes. And I was there. It was the first time actually I went to Perth at Ascot and Apache Cat took on Takeover Target. It was one of Dee McCauley's greatest calls. Um, Takeover Target led Apache Cat, Corey Brown aboard, pulled off his back. He, when he, I was at the 200 meter mark there and he looked like he was going to go straight past him. Uh, with his big baldy face, but take over target the champion that he is. He dug deep and kicked back to win in a nail biting finish. And he just added to his legend take over target because he was the galloper that won a group one nearly in every state. He went to Japan. He tasted success. He didn't have much luck in Hong Kong. I don't think, um, but he also won in Singapore. He won at Royal Ascot. He, I can't wait. When are they going to make the movie with Takeover Target? But that was one of my favourite moments. And Apache Cat was a superstar in his own right. And they've got this race named after him today. And Midwest is the favourite at 420. Rich Fortune's an interesting runner. She's at $5. Jerome Hunter telling me on Giddy Up Stable Mail on Thursday. You can always listen to our Stable Mail with Giddy Up. Just subscribe to Giddy Up, your local podcast subscriber. You get some terrific information from those trainers. Jerome Hunter says dropping back to the 1,000 metres will be a big asset and big plus for his star mayor, who will be second up today. Generations at 5.25. Geez, he's such a frustrating commodity, this Gallup. He teases you all the time. He doesn't really win. He finishes third, fourth, and you think this is his day to day, but he just does what Generation does. Taunting at $6 has probably got a figure that could win this race, but we don't know where he is at the moment. Jigsaw's been easy at 7 Twin Perfection at $12, and then Jungle Jim at $12. Bakes, do you have an opinion on the Apache Cat? I do. Um, I agree with you. Generation, incredibly hard to catch. But I think um, apart from Jigsaw, you know, coming out of sort of the best races, best form races for for this particular race. And um, I think it might be his day today. You know, he probably goes around and runs second though, doesn't he? But um, I guess that's why you're getting, you know, 550 on on this sort of horse that's been running in those great races. And um, I don't think he's running terribly. And I think he's probably getting better as his prep's going on. He's worth a bet today, I think. All right, then, Mickey Gannon. 
Yeah, I think Taunting's a horse that maps really well, handles all conditions. So if the rain comes, it probably just rules a few out. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll play in the favour of Taunting. If it doesn't come and you're still on a soft track, I, th- I still think that uh, he's well suited. So, you know, around the $6 mark, I think you, c- you could have a small play there, Gene. All right, then let's have a look at the other quaddy legs there. We'll start with race number seven on the program. And this is the Dean Lester. And it's a good race as well. You've got... Gregor Limo is a frustrating commodity. What price? He's at three eighty with Pickle Bet. Glentanius at four dollars has had some good backing. Matron Bullwinkle at seven fifty. Fire Glow two at eight dollars. Holy Man's. I can't believe the price of Holy Man's. Maybe it's the wet track. He's out to nine dollars fifty. Shandon Burge at ten dollars. Flash Mary's had good support into ten dollars now. And our old favourite Fajita San is at seventeen dollars here. Mickey Gaddon. Your old favourite, G. Your old favourite. Yeah. Um, would have liked the wetter track for Greg Alimo. I think you're spot on. Holy Man's the price difference, differential between those two gallopers is far too significant. Holy Man's has a couple of good figures on soft uh, soft seven. Yeah. So that, that's of no real concern as long as we don't get worse than that, which you know, it was suggesting is he probably won't. Um, and that's just a silly price. So I think you can back Holy Man's on an each-way basis. I can't work out Holy Man's Bakes because he traveled beautifully in the run there at Flemington and he never looked like getting beat behind Gregor Lemo was on his back and Gregor Lemo, all he wanted to do was hang and, and do all the, the wrong things. And he gets an inside yep. gate, which I think will be a tricky gate for Jai McNeil to overcome today. Um, yeah, he's far too short for me in the market. Your thoughts there, Bakes? Um, look, I'm, I'm with, with Gano as well. I, look, I really like Holy Man's. I can't believe the price either. I, I you know, Gregor Lemo, First up run in Australia looked incredibly impressive. And I think everybody thought he was just going to go on with it. And he hasn't, um, you know, he started favorite in every race and he's finished the best he's finished in second. Uh, Holy man's, I don't, I don't get the weather thing. One from one on the soft, one from one on the heavy. Uh, Mickey D on board. You can back him each way all day. I'd like the horse. I think it's a great bet. Let's have a look at the final event. Jimmy Estar, every man and his dog was on this galloper first up there in this country, the former Kiwi at Bendigo on Bendigo Cup Day. And uh, you're a little bit nervous, middle stages of that race before Blake Shin weaves some magic and one of the greatest rides that I've seen for quite some time to be brave and then take the shortcuts. And he got the run, but Jimmy Estar needed to show that turn of foot to make full use of that little bit of luck and genius from Blake Shin. Blake's obviously suspended, so Craig Williams takes the ride. He's into $2.25 with pickle bet. Tasman Park finishes second a lot. He's at $6.25. He's handsome, named after you, Bakes, at $7. And the Mag Star at $7.50. Jenny Pending at 11 And he's a beast at 11 Um, What are you doing here, Bakes? Are you with this favourite? I am, yeah. I think it's a nice way to close off the day. Um, short enough, and you know, I would have preferred if Black Shin was still riding him, but it's not, and so you know, you take what you get. But yeah, I think oh, two twenty, it's skinny enough. But yes, it's a it's a standout leg in the quaddy for me. Mickey Gannon just scares the life out of me. G takes mm-hmm. like gets back to last, widest barrier. Who knows how the track's going to play? Yeah, no, complete pen job. I'm I'm hoping to lay it. Yeah. Um, Tasman Park, you know, eight dollars. It's what it's the right price to find out each way. G. I don't think I think yeah. you're going to get a result there. Um, on a on a sort of two by three basis. I think Jimmy's a star horse that you can just back late as well. If they are starting to make up ground out wide, yeah, and you can get a card into the race. He could be a dollar sixty chance, or he could be a five dollar chance, just depending on how this track is playing there. You're spot on, G. Like by you know five five o'clock in the afternoon, you'll know you know your position yeah. on that horse. 
I think as we go through some of the better bets on the program now, as we wrap up this Cranbourne card, Warmonger is a good thing. Despite the gate small field, I think Laney can blend in whenever he wants. Better form lines coming out of that Flemington victory. Um, I think he's uh, definitely the horse to beat there. Um, now, Brave Mead's out, so Wiggum comes into 2.30. That's a bet. He's got the blinkers on again. He can just sit off them around the corner. I think he'll be awfully hard to beat for Travis Dowdle. What about might... that peace treaty? Have you heard anything about well, it? Because I was keen on Wiggum as well, but that yep. peace treaty has was a big, heavy track figure, and sometimes it could be better on a, on a soft. Yeah, we just peace treaty is the unknown. So if you're backing mm. Wiggum, you have to save on peace treaty because I think yeah, what we've 100%. seen so far that – I think Wiggum's got the other horses like Extremely Rowdy and Jewel yep. Bay covered. Two horse race. Two horse race. And Peace Treaty could be behind Extremely Rowdy and also Jewel Bay, but we just don't know his ceiling. He's, I'm going to back it, G. I'm going to yep. have something on Peace Treaty. Just, okay. just purely off, you know, you're getting, what, $4 yep. off the price. I, I, did, I like Wiggum, but now Brave Mead's out and sort of race shape's changed. I think, yeah, I think Peace Treaty's a big chance. Fakes? Uh, look, I'm, I'm with Wiggum. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, sure, yeah. Look, there's, there's a few shorties that I don't mind there today, and I know that's a bit scary going into Cranbourne um, traditionally. But yeah, I don't mind Wigan. I think Wigan. You can have a dollar sixty-five cast who every day of the week. I don't know who yeah, beats yeah. it. Maybe Healing Oasis. It was pretty good. I think first the price up has at gone. $5. I think we're about two dollars fifty or something yeah. now. It's, it's completely yeah. gone. It, yeah, yeah, it's scary. That, that's a scary price now. Yeah. Well, yeah, unfortunately, we had to scratch today with Climbing Star because her bloods weren't good. She's gone to the paddock. Um, she might have run all right today, but you never know. She's yeah. the most frustrating horse I've ever owned. But anyway. Um, benchmark 70, race four. Good luck there. It's um, it's a raffle. Any opinion Shoulders, there? arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, very limited interest. If I was having a bet in this race, which I won't be, I'd be on King's Crossing, but I'll be staying away from it. I've got one for you to price. We missed the $20, but Nas Rory. Inside gate, pin claims two. It's not the worst there. Mama Reagan is, it's hard to catch some bakes these days. What did, um, what did Gav have yeah, to say? Yeah, he's pretty confident. Just the, mm. just the inside gate, whether that's the place to be or not. But um, I think around the $7 mark, it's probably as short as you want to get it. But um, I think it could be an each way play because there's a few convictions in that race. And then in race number six, uh, this is another tough race. Free World's the favourite, hard to beat on its home track, but I've got no real opinion there. Any of you guys there like anything in those two races we just had a chat about? I don't mind. Absolutely uh, nothing at all. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Thanks, Gano. Thanks for your input. Yeah. Um, who shot Susie in race five for me each way and also uh, Bombastic Boy. Okay. Best bets are What I will say, yeah. G, if in race six, if it does happen to absolutely pour, I could have something on uh, Is It Me, but we'll just okay. need to keep an eye on it. I think we play the, the two favourites in the first two races and then you sit back and if the rain comes, play Just Folk. I think that can be my um, plan of attack there at Cranbourne this afternoon. Gano? Something, Peace Treaty, race two and... Yeah, Holy Man's each way. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah, I'll play Holy Man's each way as well. What about you, Bakes? Uh, yeah, Holy Man's each way. Um, Foxy Cleopatra in the cup. And 10% boosted winnings all day at Cranbourne. So Thanks 10% for Pickle Bet. So bet with Pickle Bet, and if you win and it pays $8, you get an extra 80 cents on top of it. $8.80. It. Yeah, $8.80. Jeez, my mass is pretty good, I'm glad, I'm glad we all got to that yeah. very good. Unbelievable. Liz, How are we going? 0499 736 736. Who do you like today? Let us know. Join our conversation on this Saturday morning. It's Railway Stakes Day in Perth. It's the gong meeting at Kemmler Grains. Cranbourne Cup Day. 
at Cranbourne and Victoria. Finals day in Adelaide, but we'll take a break here on winners. Thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota. And on the other side of it, we'll take a close look at Kembla Grange this afternoon.